Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. We're two moms aspiring to create elegant spaces and gracious homes while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. On today's episode, we'll talk with Tracy Chandler of O Sugar Event Design and Papery about all things party planning. We'll learn what's in, what's out, party planning tips for your children's school events, and oh, so many new ways to bring mini bottles of booze to your next event. Also, on a completely relevant and timely note, we'll discuss the Vienna Convention of 1814. All that and more on today's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Hello, and welcome to episode 70. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Graham. Okay, so today we have a great show. We're going to be talking to Tracy Chandler, who is the owner of O Sugar event design and papery and she's got some great tips for all of us um the interview we're going to be rolling in just a minute but i think i think graham i think the main point of the interview was really throw a party any party it was any great party. i thought that was one of our most fun interviews i'm so excited for everyone to listen to it um it was funny and she was smart and i picked up eight new tips i'd never learned before <laughs> um we'll tease one is it involves chocolate and what not to do with chocolate there's so, nothing not to do with chocolate but agreed, um, totally agree <laughs> no um, but i think the main point of her interview is really if you love having fancy parties throw one if you love having casual parties throw one just don't be intimidated they're fun and everyone's grateful to come to a party so throw a party and in fact i want to invite our listeners if you would be so kind and indulge us um, in the next week or the next two weeks, invite someone into your home. I mean, y'all are probably already good at this anyway, but invite someone into your home and email us about it. Let us know what it is, even if it's just over for a slice of pizza or it's to eat whatever you planned on making for dinner that night or it's a cup of coffee in the morning. We would like to hear because that's a party. I think that still counts. Inviting someone into your home is a party um, by any other name and send us an email. Hello at thehomehour.com. We'd love to hear what it is you're doing, how you do it, and we'd like to even share that on subsequent shows. Mm, Love it. Okay, Graham, so what's our weekly segment for today? It's time for Getting Gracious with Graham. And I think last time, hopefully every enjoyed my napkin ring story. And this one I'm going to keep brief, but I just want to quickly quiz you, Kirsten, and ask you a question. When you have people over for dinner and you are maybe doing seating assignments, do you do seating assignments? Is that something you do? I uh, Yeah, if I'm having a dinner party, which that's not really the style I do, but um, but we do do a couple of those. We definitely do seating seating assignments. Well, I thought it was interesting because there's a lot of ways. I mean, typically, I feel like most people are just saying, grab your plate, find a comfortable seat. And I think that's kind of what most people do and are happy with. But I did find this little interesting tidbit about why this is. OK, so it comes from one of my favorite books, which is one of my absolute favorite books. I'm going to reference this probably a lot on the show. It's the United States Protocol book. You might not have even known that that was not only a book, but it's actually an official position. There is a chief of protocol for the United States of America. And it kind of, it, the job of him or her is to basically make sure that we're on point and following the official rules of diplomatic etiquette. And there is a lot to be learned from this book. But okay, so it, listeners, I'm sure many of you are having diplomats in your home sometime in the next week. <laughs> we have got you covered. I mean, exactly. But no, really, I mean, if you have the president in your home, it shows how to treat the president and where to sit the president. But it also sets the precedent for why a lot of things go down. And I'm not sure if you ever do this, but do no, that's you, interesting. Do you know that when you have someone in your home that you're technically supposed to seat the person of honor to your, would you seat them at your left or your right, Kirsten? 
what is my stabbing hand? <laughs> I mean, in case, in a defensive move, I mean, obviously, to defend them if someone was going to. Right. Um, to stab. Uh, I would seek them at the right hand. Genius, yes. And you know why, you know why, you know where that came from? Why? Because in my mind, I'm playing the lyrics to Hamilton. And when he says, seated at the right hand of the father. At the right. Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting. And you might not realize this. It actually goes, it's kind of liturgical. Wait, that would be the left, though, because Washington would have been in Hamilton's left. So, I, wow. Well, that was no, a good it's guess. The right. It's the right, Kirsten. You always seat the person of most honor or prestige or order of importance. The eldest person technically goes to the right. Um, and I just thought this was interesting because you have a big circular dining table in your I house. Um, which has always intrigued me. And I kind of call it the Yasser Arafat peace table. because We I call think- it the Thomas Jefferson table. Right, because that's, you know, technically you, um, nobody has a position of honor at a circular table. And I think that's right. kind of a neat concept. And I was like, where does that come from? What's the reasoning behind that? Like sometimes we have circular tables. And the Vienna Convention of 1814, basically each leader um, assembled and they were trying to kind of, you know, convene, I guess. And every single diplomat or person who was important there argued that he should be the first one to kind of enter into the room for the meeting and that that person should have the principal seat. And in order to kind of mitigate that, what they did was they moved everyone to a round room. They cut open doors all around the room so that everyone could enter simultaneously and they could all sit around a round table so that no one had an order of importance. That is fascinating. Isn't that fascinating? It is. So, well, also like, of, think back to King, King Arthur in the round table. The Knights right, of the it's, Round Table. It's right, and that's the whole concept. Is and I don't know. I mean, it it does show up in certain areas. You know, for example, we're going to a big ball on Saturday, and it's you know very very fancy, and we're really excited. It's actually one of my more fun parties to go to. But people get up. You you think oh, this thing doesn't exist anymore? But I'll tell you, this is it's actually at the museum. People get upset based upon the room that they're put in. You know, whether or not they say anything out loud, they want to be in certain rooms. Like it's better to sit in the European room versus I don't know some other room. Uh, and so, kind of. Oh, no, seating totally matters. You never want to be at the boring end of the table. You got to mix up your guests. If you know someone's quiet or someone's the life of the party, you got no, no, no. I think a seating is huge. That's that's actually some one of the reasons why I don't do as many sit down dinners is because I'm like, oh, what if somebody doesn't like who they're sitting with? I'll just everyone just stand. (laughs) Right. But it also does take off a lot of pressure sometimes to put out um, place cards and just kind of help people already know where to sit so they don't have to think about it. In fact, I quizzed Harrison um, this morning and I said, do you ever think about it when you go to a party, you know, where to sit? And he gave me such a typical boy answer. He goes, well, I just put where the, you know, I'm just happy to sit wherever I'm told to sit. Um, That sounds just like how he talks. No, well, that is interesting. So So everybody, what's our verdict? Put out place cards or don't put out place cards? Yeah, mix it up. It doesn't matter. It just depends. But there's no no verdict, but it did come from the 1800 Vienna Convention. And I wanted you to know that. I love it. I love it. And we'll have more tips on how to entertain foreign heads of state coming up on a future. Just kidding. We won't. Um, But anyhow, that's hysterical. Well, let's just say. Kids tables, man, you got to put place cards because those kids are ruthless. Anyhow, Um, all right. Well, without further ado, we have so many more things to talk about today with entertaining. So I think we should just go ahead and play that interview from Tracy. All right. Welcome, Tracy. All right. Here we go. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, we're here now with Tracy Chandler of O Sugar Event Design in Papery. Tracy, welcome to the Home Hour. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. 
Okay, Welcome, well, Tracy. Yeah, yeah, let's start off by having you introduce yourself to our listeners. You can tell us a little bit more about yourself and about O Sugar. Okay, well, I'm a, a mother of one. I have a five-year-old little girl named Maggie, and I'm also a working mom. Um, I started O Sugar Event Design and Papery in 2009. I came out of the catering and events industry. I worked for various hotels and um, in their catering departments and kind of learned the ropes there. And I'm a very creative spirit, so I just got really tired of planning parties in one ballroom and decided to just kind of like go out on my own, and it's been a, a crazy adventure, but it's been a lot of fun. So I'm trying to find the balance between being a mom and working, but it's it's really very entertaining. Well, the stuff you do is beautiful, and there are so many, and we love having you on, especially with your perspective as a mom. I know lots of our listeners are moms, but there are so many things we want to ask you about. Graham and I both love entertaining of all types, um, but let's just start with, since you are a mom and we're moms, let's start with the big mom the big mom affair, the kids' birthday parties. Okay, you're laughing, but it's, it's I, and I feel like I know why you're laughing. Birthday parties have just become these, they've just, it seems like they've exploded into just these elaborate events. And what are your thoughts on this? They really is it have. Too much? I mean, is you it, know, or is it okay? Is it fun? Well, you're asking the wrong person because I never think it's too much. I mean, it, this is for our babies after all. So, you know, it's, for me, it's never too much. Um, but I know a lot of parents feel a lot of pressure to put on a show stopping event. And um, my advice always is to just to not feel pressured and to not do something that's out of your comfort zone. Just find where you're comfortable and entertain that way. You know, um, embrace embrace where you enjoy being, and it, and everyone will have fun. So I always say, just party where you're comfortable. <laughs> But you don't think there's a little bit, it's Graham jumping in, just a little bit of an arms race there where, um, you know, for example, I mean, I know this sounds crazy. Wait, we know that arm races end in mutually assured destruction, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's true. Okay. So here's, I think the best example I've ever seen is, you know, those straws that are made out of paper, right? That have kind of the lines around them. When did that become the gold standard of straws? Why can't we just put a normal straw? Because they taste terrible. Right. And they disintegrate. They don't (laughs) make any sense. They do. It's not a kid's party unless you have those little paper straws with the lines on It's true. It's true. You know, Pinterest has made our world a wonderful place and a horrible place. You know, um, (laughs) the ideas are just endless. Well, speaking of, so, yeah, tell us about some of these good, these endless children's parties. Uh, you know, I, we've, we've done a lot of really crazy things. Um, we've done circus parties with live animals and live performers, and we've done simple parties. So, you know, I, I think you just have to figure out where, like I said before, where you're comfortable and then go from there. And, you know, if you attend one of these outlandish parties, you know, just be grateful for the experience. I know a lot of people feel this pressure, like, well, I don't have a birthday party like this. So I, you know, I'm inept, but it's, it's not like that at all. I mean, a lot of parents just really enjoy doing that. I know for myself, (laughs) I always feel this tremendous pressure at my kid's birthday party because it's like, okay, I'm an event designer. So my party has to be crazy, you know, but really for me, it's more about the experience for everyone that's there. I want the kids to have a great time. I want the parents to have a great time too. And I want at the end of the day for it to be a memory in the past of a great time all together. So it's, it's not a show. It's just a good time, you know? Um, so, you know, pick a theme, you know, really dig into your child's 
you know, imagination. What do they really, really like doing? What do they really, really like experiencing? And then just go from there. I mean, and then it's personal. Okay, so step one. Okay, so I'm I'm Graham. I struggle sometimes at throwing these, you know, Pinteresty perfect parties, but I like it. I mean, I'm with you. It's a creative outlet. It's something fun that I can do. So you're saying step one, pick something that's germane and interesting to your child, right? So we'll say potty words. Um, How would I design (laughs) a Graham? That is where the parenting part comes in. How about? Well, I loved Kirsten one time had a great idea. I thought, and tell me what you think of this, um, Tracy. She, I don't know if you ever threw this party, Kirsten, but it was called, I think, Dippin' with Hugh. Maybe Hugh was, or Dippin' with John. Yes, that's true. Was- I did. I threw a dipping party because my son was turning two, and my husband's like, this party's for you, not for him. What is he interested in? I said, well, he loves to dip. Like, he loves to Not dip. like tobacco. No, no, no. Um, no. He loves to dip. <laughs> Although like, that would be an amazing two-year-old birthday party. Keep going. <laughs> he loves to dip, like, chicken nuggets in ketchup and in ranch and in honey. He loved multiple dipping. So we served all finger food with all different types of dip. And it truly was a party that my two-year-old loved. That's so I really so do cute. love the idea of starting with what your children likes, not just yes. what's trending on Pinterest. Yes. That's really smart. Because last year, this is such this is one of my little stories that I was going to share with you, but my daughter was like in this huge tomboy phase, which for a super girly girl like me was really difficult. She only wanted to wear the color blue and she only liked Donald Duck. Now, oh, like as you know, there is nothing out there that's Donald Duck anymore. <laughs> Donald Duck is vintage, basically, at this point. So <laughs> there were no Donald Duck plates. There were no Donald Duck party favors. There was nothing. So um, she wanted a Donald Duck train party. So we booked the train park, which is a big hit here in oh, Arizona. Oh, I have been to the train park many it's times. It's unbelievable. Well, it's two months before the party, you have to book it six months in advance, like to the day. Uh, they called and said, um, we've double booked your party venue and I'm sorry, it's not available any longer. No. And I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) So we had to come up with an alternate plan. And, um, so we threw a Donald Duck train party in our backyard and I, made these it was crazy but I got small moving boxes and made these train cars that the kids could step into and carry over their shoulders oh that's and so we cool. had a parade down the street and it was like the cutest thing ever and the parent all the parents were just like this is something I would have never thought of and the kids still to this day have their train cars that they play with and do they oh, get to decorate awesome. them? Yeah, they get, so I spray painted them all various colors and then put, I spray painted paper plates black to look like wheels and put them on the sides. And then they, we had thousands of stickers and things that they could attach to the actual train to make theirs personal. And then we had a little parade down the street and it was so cute. But that was a simple thing that, you know, just made a big statement without having to spend a ton of money. Oh, that's great. I love that. Okay, so so I love what you're saying about find your comfort zone, find yes. something your children's really going to enjoy. But what are, if you had to say kind of the must-haves and what are the extras? If you just are like, give me the, the things I've got to focus on, and then if I have time, I'll move to the B list. Right. So uh, there's four things that I always say you have to do when you're throwing a party, and this is of any kind. You need to decide on a theme because this is what allows you to move on in the planning process and create kind of the atmosphere and the decor and the invitations and everything from there. So, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but it's really true. And it, that, it doesn't have to be like, it's a Mickey Mouse theme. It just is some sort of theme that sets you in a direction of what the party is going to be like. Okay. Then 
you want to, you definitely want to send out an invitation. I, I mean, owning a papery, obviously, I always think invitations should be paper invitations because it's setting the tone for your party and it's kind of like giving your, your guests a gift from the very beginning. And people get excited about it. They can put it on the refrigerator. The kids look at it. They get really excited. You know, when is this party going to happen? And it's a lot of fun. And they don't have to be expensive. There's great options on Etsy and, you know, minted and tiny prints. You can get invitations very quickly and very inexpensively. And then I say, go focus on decor. You don't have to do a lot of decor, but do a little decor. You know, I always say, put down your smartphones and decorate. I think it's really uh, important. Uh, um, okay. Then you want to have food, uh, fun drinks, and activities. And that's all you need. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's just those are the essentials to a successful and fun party. Okay. Can we go back to point three? Because that's really yes. where I go a little bit overboard. And then when I start to cry, and then I go to a dark place. And then I, yeah. So decor. Wait, is that activities or food? Oh, decor. 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 Okay. okay. So so how, how do you get the most bang for your buck and bang for your buck time-wise as well with decor? Like what are what is it that you choose to focus on when you're doing decor? Well, I mean, that's the, that is the problem with decor is it can go so many different ways. So, you know, if you're having your party at your house or wherever the location is, just, you know, kind of look around your surroundings and figure out how you can just spruce it up and make it a little bit fun. I mean, kids love streamers. They don't, I mean, there are so many cute things you can I do with adults streamers. Love streamers too. I, I love, love streamers. streamers. I, yeah. I really do. I think they're so much fun. Um, <laughs> So it's, you know, it's just making that little bit of extra effort just to make it special, you know, and you don't have to go crazy. It's just kind of spruce it up and make it look a little bit fun, but it is hard. I mean, and I talk about this, you know, with clients all the time, when you find a Pinterest project that you really like and you think, okay, I'm, I want to do this. You just have to make sure it's something you can execute because it's never fun to have a flop. <laughs> and I, it's, it happens to me too, <laughs> you know, sometimes That's they encouraging just, to know they don't always turn out exactly the way you think they're going to. <laughs> That's no, that's true. That's true. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes even the flops are okay. Yeah. You know, my son actually made the mistake of looking, and he says that I never mention him. So my middle child, John, the one who had the dipping party, he um, <laughs> saw over my shoulder while I was looking at a Pinterest uh, board of Minecraft cakes. And oh immediately my. he's like, yes, make that one, make that one, make that one. And you know what? I didn't make any of them. I made Rice Krispie treats with green icing mm-hmm. for grass. And right. you know what? It was... No one would have taken a picture of this and put this on Pinterest, but he loved it. You yeah. Know? So, so you even if you don't, even if no one's going to put your picture on a Pinterest page, right? It's still it doesn't better matter. Than it would have been if I had just you know said, oh, it's too hard. I'm not going to do it because it's not. Yes. Good. Yeah. I, you know, I even involve my daughter sometimes on Pinterest. She actually loves looking. I mean, I'll type in the word and she'll go through the pictures and I I say, this must be in her blood because she'll be like, hey, mom, look at this. We need to do this for a party. I'm like, oh, dear Lord, help me. That's going to be a lot of time. Well, that backs me up. What I want to know, like the coolest, craziest idea that's of of a party you've done. Uh, Well, I do go back to the Donald Duck party because it was a lot of fun and it was something that really threw me for a loop because that's never happened before where my perfect plan got totally, you know, but it turns out to turn out even better. Yeah, it did. It did turn out to be even better. Um, but it's hard to narrow it down for sure. Um, I definitely like the creative projects when you have something really fun to, to make or do. I mean, 
I like the challenge of that. Uh, okay, so Kirsten will know at Prince of Peace, I've chaired the ice cream social for the last two years, and we've really come in and kind of stepped it up and made it a fun event for kids. It's a silent auction event fundraiser. Okay, so that and makes me, um, not to interrupt you, Tracy, no. but that's how I learned about you. I saw the pictures oh. of the ice cream social that you did at Prince of Peace that Kirsten shared with me. Yes, we should and clarify we- that Prince of Peace is a preschool, which is how I, I became acquainted with Tracy's business, is because I'm fortunate enough to have my daughter at the same preschool as her daughter, <laughs> and suddenly I realized that that our school's, our preschool charity auction was going to be nicer than my daughter's wedding, and I thought he was behind this. So <laughs> no. that brings me right up to, uh, we're going to post all right. these pictures, by the way, in the show notes because what Tracy has done for our little preschool is fantastic and I think there are so many great ideas that other people can take and implement at their schools but this actually brings me to my next question because I do feel like as moms we volunteer at our kids schools a lot and sometimes um what ends up happening is you really do become an event planner for your children's school, whether that's necessarily your gifting or not. So um, how can you help us with this? Because I was joking about the daughter's wedding thing, but this is not, (laughs) you know, this is not the party of the year. This is a fundraiser. It is. How do you, how do you do that? How do you, you know, want to make an event so amazing, but no, like the the goal of this is to make money for the school or for, you know, whatever charitable organization you're working with. Um, How do you, how do you work through that? And how do you um, make those events so successful? Yeah, it is hard because, because with, with fundraisers, unlike a party, the stakes are high. I mean, you have to bring in dollars at the end of the day. So um, the key to that is committees. And I will say that it has been, it definitely been a struggle because parents are busy. You know, I mean, everybody has commitments and places that they've got to be during the day and, you know, into the evenings. And um, my biggest advice is that if you commit to be on a committee for a school event or a fundraiser of any type, you know, you have to follow through with that commitment. I mean, we we get a lot of parents that at the beginning of the year are excited and they want to be involved. And then as time progresses on, you know, people get busy and, and things get hectic. And um, that commitment to that committee sort of falls by the wayside. And then it leaves a small group of parents picking up the pieces. And it's, it's really, really difficult. Now, for me, I will say it's probably easier than most because I do this for a living. So I have a lot of resources that I can easily reach out to. Um, but, you know, when, when the beginning of a fundraiser starts, I always say you need to establish your committees and get a core group of people involved that are committed to making it successful. Um, and, you know, everybody needs to kind of figure out where their comfort zone is, whether that's decor, whether that's fundraising, whether that's sponsorships, and really zone in on that because one person cannot do it all. I mean, it is, it is a huge undertaking, even just asking for donations. So, yeah, so it's not just sign up to help. It's sign no. up, recruit your army, and then yes, everyone sign absolutely. up together. Yes, and then divvy up the work so that there's not such a huge responsibility on a small group of people. Um, it's much more manageable when you're only responsible for getting donations or you're only responsible for the decor and making it look pretty. Gotcha. Got it. Yes. All right. Well, what about um, Harrison and I like to throw more adult-centered parties here? Um, and Graham's we, not a good mom like us. Right, exactly. Like, say you're not a great volunteer and or not amazingly creative, but you're also just tired of fundraising and securing sponsorships, and you just want to have a party at your yeah, house. Yeah, Grim said um, she would throw a party, and then she ended up starting a podcast. So she's exactly right. who you want to avoid. <laughs> 
Well, I will so, say entertaining, I think, is definitely a lost art in our society. I don't think that people do it as much as they used to. Agreed. I think and it's so fun. I, it is so fun. And I wish people would just let go of their expectations and just do it because it is so fun. I mean, and I think, you know, I partly blame Pinterest for some of this, you know, mm-hmm. lack of entertaining because I people not are just more. like... They see these pictures and they're like, wow, I can't hang. I mean, I can't do that, you know. Right. So, um, yeah, it, or it else, difficult. you know, if you if you put out something nice and you make it really special, people feel like they have to reciprocate, you know, to that right. level. And it creates such stress. I mean, we even have that sometimes. We have kind of a church supper club. And we have to be really careful mm-hmm. not to go... Over, you know, almost my natural instinct is why not break out the china? Why not break out the silver? But yes. I have to be very careful sometimes to put away what I might normally do just for fear of setting a standard that, um, not that I'm so fancy, but I just like to, you know, I just like to use right. some of the stuff I have that I don't get to put out. But I think it can be intimidating to people. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 this kind of goes back to the whole thing with kids' parties too is that, you know, let's all not be so judgmental of each other and let's just enjoy the experience. Like maybe that's not what, you know, you, Graham, you, you love breaking out the China and maybe others don't, but how fun is it when you're there and you're using it? You know what I mean? Don't feel like you have to do the exact same thing. You can do a totally different party, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. that. And the I, truth is like when you go, I'm sorry to interrupt when you, when the truth is when no. you go to a party and it is Pinteresty, and then you go to the party next weekend and it's not like there is no, you're, you're just grateful someone had a party. You know, you're just grateful someone right. in their home. Absolutely. So. And that you you and your family gets to experience it, you know. Always. And I've started writing people off these days. Like if someone, that sounds so terrible. <laughs> but my thought I, is. I told is you, that, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was raised, again, getting back. I love kind of etiquette and manners that when you go to a party, mm-hmm. it's your job actually as a guest to work. Like, you are supposed to go yes. in and work the party, right? You are not there uh-huh. to be entertained. It's the host's job to put things out for you and kind of prepare the scene. But once the stage has been set, it's time for you to rise and shine. Right. And, you know, if I find people, you know, just can't do that, <laughs> then you're out. <laughs> then you're, you're out. off the list. Sorry, folks. <laughs> so, side note, Tracy, if you go, go to Graham's house, you're going to be expected to put on a tuxedo and walk around with a silver tray of champagne and serve her guests. <laughs> not at all. Not okay. at all. Definitely not. Um, but that's good. Those are some good tips for um, entertaining in your homes. But another question. So, we've got children around who typically right. now stay up till 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But that's a little bit late to start a dinner party. Do you have exactly. any advice on that? Like, what would you do, Tracy? You know, I mean, we've done a lot of different things. We we are really, really lucky. We have a, a really great babysitting service here in Phoenix called Busy Bees Babysitting. We use them for events all the time because they're amazing babysitters. They're well-trained. They're CPR certified. And we'll bring them in for the night to watch children while parents entertain. And we set up a really fun environment in a separate room for the kids. Oh, that's we'll great. even say... We'll even throw in like a side card in the invitation that is for the kids that says, you know, bring your sleeping bags and we'll set up sleeping bags and let them all go to sleep. And then when the party's over, the parents can take them home, you know, oh, that is so um, creative. I love and it's, that. it's just, you know, it, it doesn't, it, you can do it either way. You can involve kids or you cannot involve kids. But if you involve kids, you have to make it fun for the kids. Cause if you don't, they're going to be constantly out and about in your adult party. So, gotcha. you know, it's a little extra step that goes a long way. I love that. 
It's creative, also preparing the parents. I think that's good because I'll often sometimes go to a party and, you know, it'll have been a swimming party. Uh (laughs) Maybe I'll have missed the the boat to bring, you know, bathing suits for my children. (laughs) Well, the other thing, too, is I'm I'm kind of in that same boat, Tracy. I always try to get a sitter. And yes, usually a busy bee. But um, I try to get a sitter. And uh, I love interviewing someone local. It's so fun. I know. But but, uh, uh, and do that. But then I actually... I am also getting more open to the idea. I didn't want to insult anyone or whatever, but I recently got invited to a party and they said, we love your kids, but leave them at home for this event. And it right. was like, you know what? Like, that's totally fine. And right. they did it in a cute way. We love right. your kids. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes also just get a sitter, you know, if that's yeah, easier. Exactly. If, it's, if it's too intimidating to do that extra step, like mm-hmm. it is okay to say your children are just little precious gifts from God and they should be at home tonight. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> that is okay sometimes. Yes, oh, I love that. And I've got to say that to myself because I'm always like, ah, bring them. You know? <laughs> right. So, oh, that's great. Now, any must-haves or extras that are different for adult parties, Tracy? Anything? Um, I mean, you can do all kinds of different things with uh, with different, you know, co- cocktails. You can do fun things with food. I mean, you know. Great food is important at an adult party, and if you make it fun and exciting, people are going to have a great time. You always want to have great music um, if you're if you like that kind of stuff. You know, I, I find that with adult parties, you don't have to go as crazy because they're just so happy to be out of the house and doing something fun. <laughs> You're not building trains out of cardboard for the no. parties. <laughs> no. Okay, well, what is, what is, let's start trends. What is, what do you think is the hot trend? Like, what is the um, paper straw, if you will, of 2018? Oh, and there beyond? are so What's many coming? things. So, um, I'm sure as you, as you guys have seen on the Pinterest that the, uh, Tassel garlands are hugely popular right now. A party Wait, is not a party without a tassel garland. I haven't seen that. What is that? That's oh, like man. so the they're episode. they're like the t- they look they're paper tassels basically, and they hang on a garland, and you Ooh. you can hang them all over the place. They're really really cute. So like tassel earrings, but as decor. But, but well, yeah, but they're big. They're like long tassels. Ooh, can we're, we're oh, gonna have to link to that. some pictures. Yeah, I'll send you some pictures, pictures after, after we're, we're done. done. We will put these up and coming tassel garland in the show notes. Okay, what else? What else? Yes. Okay, so let's see. Um, a really popular thing with adult parties is bringing in a mixologist, which yes. is, sounds very, very fancy. But all you have to do is go to your favorite local restaurant and ask your bartender to come and work for you for a night Jeez. and allow them to mix up fun cocktails and pair them with different different types of foods. It's really, really fun. You could also do this with a chef. Um, it's so amazing cool. how willing chefs are to come and do things in your home you know they just take the day off and they come work for you and they they enjoy it that's really cool okay so tracy i know that the prices will probably be different in different cities but Mm -hmm. for how many hours would you think you would need to have a mixologist or a chef um i would say no more than two okay yeah you wouldn't need anybody very long that's cool. And, 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 you know, I will tell you, it's very cost effective to do this. It's it's kind of a sneaky little way around catering companies. <laughs> I hate to give you an insider tip. No, get um, That's it's, what you're supposed to be doing, Tracy. It's, it's pretty awesome. As a matter of fact, we just did this with we, Kirsten, you'll love this. We talked to the sushi chef at AJ's. And brought them in to do. Okay, shoes. so for people who don't know, AJ's in Phoenix is like the fancy pants grocery store. Yes, and they have a sushi bar, and that, and I'm sure there's every city has their fancy pants mm-hmm. grocery store. So 
That is a brilliant tip. Yes. That, that is truly that. brilliant. Can I ask a side, sidecar question? Sidebar question, not sidecar. You've got me thinking about <laughs> alcohol. Um, can, so does everyone gather around and kind of are they quiet during a presentation? Or is this something that, say, the sushi chef is in a corner mixing up rolls and you can kind of just meander over and ask a question? How does it We've go done down? it lots of different ways. We've also done it where, where it's interactive and you're being taught how to make sushi yourself. Oh, so cool. Super fun. Like that. That's Absolutely. awesome. Yes, yes. Oh, I need you here in Birmingham helping me throw some parties. Uh, we do so. work all over the U.S. There we go, <laughs> listeners, all over the U.S. Trace is going to get you a sushi chef. Okay, so let's flip that question on its head. What is so over in party trends? I would say uh, no more chocolate fountains. They're, they're over. Um, Do those really ever go out of style, though? I mean, yes. <laughs> I, I think we should flip it, flip the dips on their head and make, you know, dipping stations instead of. Um, there we go. Yes. I like yes. that. Um, I, let's see. Some of the other things that are out, traditional ballrooms, people are just utilizing so many fun event venues instead of, you know, your standard boring rectangle ballroom. Wow. And let's Where, see. What's a cool space that you've done instead of a ballroom? Um, well, there's all kinds of places you can. We've done everything from, um, let's see, downtown warehouses. Airbnb actually will allow you to rent their rentals for parties. I don't oh, know if people know that. Me. No, you can. What? I, I mean, in I, you should check that out in South Carolina because I bet you some of those amazing um, mansions can be rented and you can have a party there. Um, it's in the. It's, it's called Graham's Wedding. Yeah, oh, is that a beautiful plantation? Um, that's really interesting. Although I will say one thing is that cities are starting to crack down on that. So they be are. sure before you yes. commit that there's not going to be a neighborhood association picketing in front of the Airbnb for your amazing party. So, but I, I love I, that though. That's, that's a, a great Tracy. Idea. I have learned ten new things from you today. I have to say, okay, wait, you can are. I ask a question that might be a little oh, bit controversial? Just, but we, we go to places. We go to the tough places on the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Photo booths. Okay. In or out? They're in, but let's make it a photo station with a fun, awesome backdrop instead of a booth. Okay. Uh, okay. And okay. is this something you'd recommend DIYing or hiring? Yes. You can totally DIY this. I mean, there are so many ideas on Pinterest. Just, you know, you can, I mean, they're, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. I'm I'll, sorry, I'll send you some pictures. I feel very fancy. I just upgraded, I think, my iPhone 3 yesterday to an iPhone 7. And I just wow. thought maybe I could... I know, right? So ridiculous. It's not even that fancy or cool, I guess. But I think maybe I should hire myself out and take photos. Yes. The camera's just so good on this phone. Yeah. Right. And that's also a great p- time to bring up that you can follow us at The Home Hour on Instagram. And um, you can see some of Graham's new clear pictures that have never been on Instagram before because they were not high enough quality. But now... Wait, I, was on, I was on Instagram probation this entire time because of my phone. <laughs> we're making a comeback. And maybe, Tracy, would you be willing to share with us a couple pictures for our listeners? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, okay. please. That would be... I would just love okay. to see that. Well, in that yes. case, you can head to the show notes at uh, thehomehour.com and of course, follow us on Instagram at, at the Home Hour. We're going to be linking to some of Tracy's. And also, Tracy, go ahead and give us your um, website and your Instagram. Okay, perfect. You want me to give it to you now or do you want me to send go it Go for you? it. Okay, so our, our website is actually being totally reworked right now, but you can see us on www.osugareventdesign.com. And then our Instagram handle is hashtag osugargirl. Okay. Um, okay, well, we are about done with our time for today. But before you leave, we have to end a party 
with Tracy the best way we know how with a party lightning round. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is just on your feet. This is quick. Um, and we can go Tracy Graham Kirsten. Okay? So, your least favorite part about cleanup. Is it me? I'm yes, answering right. You're I'm up. all of it. I hate <laughs> cleaning up. <laughs> Lucky for me, I have lots of people to help with that. So, well, maybe also the rule applies like the cook doesn't have to clean. Since you're the party I agree. planner, you shouldn't have to be the party cleaner. Yes, I think so. Okay, for me, it's scraping plates. For me, it's dealing with the excess trash. Yes, we need. We might just need to buy more trash cans. Okay, I have trash I like can that. stress. Okay, favorite signature drink you've seen at a party. Oh, I love any of these like fresh fruit margaritas with actual fresh pressed fruit. Ooh, sounds yes. good. For me, it's anything with blue curacao in it. Is that what you say? Those blue drinks? I would drink that <laughs> right next to my chocolate fondue fountain. I love it. <laughs> and then take a picture of it in a photo booth. Attack here, the better. But I remember one time I was actually at a bat mitzvah in Long Island when I was about 13, and they had drinks that were blue curacao, and I've loved it ever since. <laughs> Graham, I'm going to be there with you on the tacky factor. I'll drink anything with a light-up ice cube in it. Yes. And, I, and, I, and, if, and then I have to drink three of them because I have to bring them home for my children, who I'm also raising to drink drinks yeah. with yeah. light-up ice cubes. That's only fair, though, Kirsten. That's just good mothering. <laughs> okay. Coolest or most creative party invitation? So we did this wedding invitation for a bride out of Dallas, and she wanted her wedding to be very Kate Spade inspired. So I designed this navy and white striped boxed invitation that came wrapped basically as a gift. And then when you open the box, it had gold and white crinkle paper, and the invitation was laying on top with a big navy and white striped bow. Like, it was so cute. That oh, sounds really that's cute. elegant. It sounds cute and elegant. I like yes, that. Yes. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, again, I'm going to set the scene. Long Island, 90s, bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah <laughs> season. Um, we one time had a limousine hand deliver a gunned teddy bear wearing a tuxedo inviting wow. us to a party at FAO Schwartz on Halloween. Um, we fun. can discuss that on another episode. <laughs> I want to discuss what those parents did for her wedding. I mean, there's nowhere to go from there. Well, Um, I don't think it worked out. So anyway. (laughs) Okay. Um, I received um, a box that had a bottle in it that was full of sand. And then you had to uncork it. And the invitation was rolled up like a message in the bottle. And it was for like a beach party. It was very cute. Very cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most interesting food served at a party. Uh, I love late night food right now. I think it's so fun to come in at like 1030 and do food that everyone loves to eat, sliders and french fries, donuts and milkshakes. Um, We once had a client that hired In-N-Out Burger to come and deliver burgers, fries and milkshakes to their event at 1030, which is when everybody's hungry again because they're drinking too much. I love that. I mean, well, In-N-Out Burger is great, you know, 24 hours a day. Yes. (laughs) I'm going with Tracy. I just think that's a spot on answer. So same. Um, Okay. Obviously, I love eating french fries and hamburgers all times of the day, but um, I was at a party where they had someone uh, pulling, hand pulling um, buffalo mozzarella. Oh, wow. And they were just making it in front of you. It was so cool. And it was, that is- and cheese is my favorite food. Um, so it was amazing to get to have fresh pulled mozzarella cheese. It was delicious. Wow, so you cool. asked them just to wrap you in mozzarella. <laughs> I said, I said, 
Move instead, over. Of, instead of paint me like one of your French girls, you said not me and your mozzarella. <laughs> All right, last one. Okay, last one. Let's go with the bang. Pinata or dunk tank? I say pinata for sure. And just as a side note, a fun tip that I don't think anyone's thought of is have a pinata at an adults party. Like Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. Go yes. get a pinata. Go to the, the and local. everyone listening to this Cinco de Mayo was three weeks ago, but next oh. year Cinco de Mayo is in yes. forty nine weeks. That's okay. Get Apologies. ready now. No, get okay, ready. You'll so. have forty nine weeks for Cinco de Mayo. Go. They make pinatas in all shapes and sizes now, and, so there's really a reason to have a pinata. Yes, at any and party. fill it instead of candy. Fill it with miniature plastic alcohol bottles. Oh, you are so cool, Tracy. Please come. <laughs> please come east. Come east quickly. <laughs> I go with Tracy again because she's awesome. <laughs> um, I okay, Graham. Go ahead and answer. No, I was like I said, she's awesome. Oh, I was okay, going to yeah, say Dunk yeah. Tank, but she swayed me. She moved me over to Pinata. <laughs> That's a wise, wise and sage it. answer. I go with Pinata as well, but I will also add that I have a friend who does an Easter egg hunt for children, and they do an Easter egg hunt with those mini airline alcohol bottles nice. for adults. So there's more ways that can be incorporated. Those Graham, can be used for a variety of that, wonderful reasons. You know, actually, to decorate a Christmas tree. This sounds terrible. We're probably going to lose a lot of listeners on that one. <laughs> But we um, did once decorate a Christmas tree with like those many. I mean, we were we were twenty we five, so we didn't you know, know any better. We didn't know any better. We I'm sure they look cute with a bow around them. Yeah, we should have yeah. put bows around them. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cute. Oh, but then again, we're not event planners, Tracy. Way to right. rub it in. Right. <laughs> on that note, Tracy Chandler, O Sugar Event Design and Papery. Thank you so much for Tracy. joining us on that show. So fun. Let's do it again. Let's do it. We've yes. got more things to talk about, but I really appreciate those tips. And again, head to Tracy's website, head to thehomehour.com, and we're going to have pictures of all these things. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. And uh, please send us your questions for Tracy or for us about parties, and we'll, we'll do our best to get them answered. In the meantime, have a great week, and we'll see you all right back here next week. And welcome home. <laughs> 